0: Are, packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road, riding with you in the sunnier days. I wouldn't want it any other way.
1: Welcome to the Wife Savers Podcast where multi-award winning author and global marriage educator, Ramona Zabriskie provides answers to your real wife questions. Our goal is to help you appreciate your womanhood, prioritize your personal development, and craft a powerful partnership with the man in your life. Hi, I'm Hannah Allen, and I'm proud to introduce my parents, Ramona and Dale Zabriskie. And yes, this is how they talk all the time. Let's listen.
2: Hi, this is Dale Zabrisky. As usual, across the table from Ramona Zabrisky, my favorite critic. <laughs> you are. For no. 41 years. Yeah. No,
1: wait a minute. Your favorite critic?
2: Yeah. My favorite
1: Where critic. Where did you come up with? <laughs> I don't mean to be critical, but that's a really <laughs> that's bad a- entrance. <laughs> no, I
2: <know. laughs> no, it's true. I think that uh well, you know my, my favorite helper, my oh, oh. my favorite informer. Uh, oh, informer. Interesting.
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> informer. Mm. oh, I educator. See. Educator. Well,
2: <clears throat> yeah. I
1: could say the same of you.
2: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I was hoping I did equal playing <laughs> level
1: here. But that's an interesting point. Yeah? It's all how you look at it.
2: It is. It's all how you perceive.
1: Hmm. It's also how all how you intend maybe Mm, is what the intention from
2: a delivery standpoint
1: i don't know this is a touchy issue and obviously it's the subject today it's our headline it's our subject line but before we get to that honey i want to do something i've never done before
2: wow after 41 years (laughs) ladies and gentlemen she's never done this I'm sorry we don't have video. Not
1: even with you. (laughs) Wow. Okay, I am going. (laughs) I'm going to share a letter I got this week that is not this week's letter writer questioner. It's a couple (laughs)
2: weeks letter writer questioner. That's
1: there's (laughs) hyphens between each (laughs) one.
0: It's
1: it's a couple weeks ago we did Mm. the subject. How do I find? Balance. Yeah, right. do you remember that I one? I do. It was I do. popular. I expect it will continue to be popular because that is the number one issue for women across the board. I mean, even happy women, right? We talked all about that.
2: Right. Yeah. So it's not a, not balance is not a negative thing, right? It's just dealing with all that's going on. Yeah, it's, exactly. Which is a woman's
1: stuff. world. Right. Okay. So she wrote and said, "Oh, my heart skipped a beat, Ramona. You read my letter."
2: Oh, this is the letter writer.
1: Yes. Oh, fun. yes. And she said, <laughs> I had tears come. Thanks so much for reading it and making it the topic of your podcast. I loved, loved, loved it. Whole bunch of exclamation points. I will re listen to this another time soon. I will refer back to it often. You know, I figured out why I'm feeling so overwhelmed.
0: From so right. listening to the so podcast. So we
1: talked. Yeah, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is because I never take care of me, Mm. only everyone else, and I am really
2: tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was well done. Do that again. I'm really tired. Yeah, okay. Okay.
1: It's time to reclaim my me time, you know? Thanks so much for this podcast from my heart to yours. Thank you very, 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 very much, much love. So wow. does that make you feel good? We have
2: one satisfied customer. <laughs> <We have> one. <laughs> <Yeah>. High five. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> okay. That's wonderful.
1: Yeah, That's I'm glad she's so happy and she figured out the answer is right in front of her nose. <laughs> but we had to do an hour podcast to get around to it. Out of balance, couldn't find it. <laughs> now listen if you think that is the whole podcast and now you don't need to go listen you are mistaken because there we have a ton of information in there and a ton of strategies and that's the one that she picked up on why she feels out of balance mm-hmm. and now she's going to employ all the other strategies and right, tactics yep. in the podcast i just want to encourage everyone who hasn't listened to it yeah to go listen. Yeah,
2: because there's going to be different reasons for you, and there's lots of strategies, mm-hmm, like you say, mm-hmm, that we went mm-hmm, through.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So back to today's topic. Are you mm-hmm. ready for this?
2: Let's try not I, to be too critical. You of me, know, but I'm,
1: I hear okay. the reason we, we pick up on all the questions, the reason we choose the questions is because the questions that we do choose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Often, Should we choose to often, <laughs> choose those questions?
1: Yes. Apply to many women. They're common, common to women, right. right? And this is another one of those. Hello, Ramona. When I have tried my best and things are running smoothly in the household, I am still not measuring up in my husband's eyes. I know this because of what he says.
2: He tells her so. Hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> the message I get from him is that I'm not measuring up and that he doesn't see anything, that's in all capitals, anything that I do. He never compliments me on how nice the house looks, etc. stuff like that. But when it's out of order a bit, he'll say I should tidy up, which of course, she puts in parentheses, I already know to do, and I haven't done it for a reason, usually a headache or backache or something like that. And then this is bolded. This has been since day one, and on all levels. Wow. Wow. Okay. If there is a person to be able to sift through those words to find the true meaning in what he is trying to communicate, that's you. What do I do?
2: Well, no pressure. No pressure. Okay.
1: But he, but here's her question. In, in the middle of it, in the heart of it, deep down, it's the same question I've been asked a hundred million times. I feel... Unfairly criticized by my spouse, so, by my husband.
2: This is, you're saying, a common thread with all the women yes. that you work with.
1: Well, not all the women. Well, it's a
2: common thread.
1: Yeah, among all the women, that all work the women I yes. work with. Okay. Yes, okay. Yeah. So uh, some women will, every woman will feel hurt by her husband's criticism at some time or another. But there are many who feel constantly hurt, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I kinda, I, f- I wanna answer her questions, which sounds like it's pretty constant. She said from day one at all levels. Yeah, right. Um, but I also wanna touch on those of us who might feel occasionally criticized and talk about why that is and how to deal with it. I'm not gonna say combat it because <laughs> that's the wrong approach, right? Okay, and your perspective as a male species of the humankind,
2: token male sitting here
0: ready to go,
1: <laughs> I think it will be really interesting okay. and helpful. So, first of all, why do you, I'm gonna ask you, why do you think it hurts women so much? Why does it oh, hurt life well. so much if she feels criticized? Yeah,
2: yeah, I think one of the things that she said in here that, um, uh, do, 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 I already know to do and haven't done it for a reason, right? So right. it's it's like the guy's thinking, "Oh, well, you know, she missed this. Ah. Uh. No, she hasn't missed it. Okay, <laughs> it's it's in there. It's it's uh. just that she hasn't gotten to it for whatever reason. It's right. not that she's
1: so she's feeling, unaware. That makes her feel sort of like a kid." Yeah. Like a parent pointing something right. out to it, It's very
2: much a hierarchical yes. situation where right. the guy's like, okay, look, I, let me help you here. Yes. Okay. Yes. I need to point yes. out that blah, blah, yes. blah, 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 blah. And blah, what blah. is
1: wrong with that yeah. moral superiority? Right. It's disrespectful. Exactly. That is the definition of disrespect, to put yourself above someone else and talk down mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. Like you're not equal. Like they're not equal to you in some
2: respect. No, it might be that in their relationship, and their marriage, that there's been some consistency created. Mm-hmm. Some expectations mm-hmm. on the part of the guy. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Okay. Saying, what do you
2: mean? Well, okay, I come home.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Everything's a certain way. Okay. Now, let's uh-huh. say it's all nice and tidy and everything's good. He wants it
1: that way or it is that way?
2: It's expected that it's way. It's expected. And... Perhaps there's been a time that's gone, a, a, a period of time that's gone by when that has been the case.
1: Oh. And, and then, then there's a new stage of life, right. a new factor in the
2: Whatever. family. Whatever. it's like not a, as consistent human as
0: being. Be. <laughs> a human baby. being. A baby. That's
2: right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. That can change it.
0: Okay.
2: But, but here you, you have that she feels like this has gone on from day one. Yes. Right? This
1: sounds... Kind of like an ingrained pattern.
2: Yeah, and maybe he grew up this way that it was always always that way. So it the the first thing you know is the understanding that she understands. You know, you don't have to point (laughs) out every little thing.
1: I right. So I think you're so you hit it on the nose. That is why it hurts. You feel talked down to. And just from the woman's point of view all right that there are many feminine fears that are peculiarly acute let's say in women from all my experience and one of those is feeling unimportant or less than we're okay. afraid of that or we have an aversion to it Mm-mm. we could say it either way and and we also don't like feeling overwhelmed just like we talked in about the balance mm-hmm, right right. And we're scared of being overused and underappreciated. So what we Well this claim, hits on all of those. Yes. Yeah. It excites every one of those fears, right? right? right. And what all she really wants is validation from him.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: what she depends on her partner for. That
2: she's doing the best she can.
1: Yes, the idea on a given day the message time. that I support you, I believe in you, I've got your back. Mm-hmm. And that kind of criticism is exactly the opposite mm-hmm. of that. Right. Another thing she really craves is a sense of teamwork. Instead of you know that I've got your back idea that that I see our marriage as a full partnership and you as a full partner instead of you're not doing your part. Right. Kind of feeling, or you're not doing good enough, and you're part of the you're half of the bargain. Yeah. It's like. Well, then why don't you do my half of the bargain? You know, it's just it's, you know, on this particular day when I'm not feeling well, it's it's a partnership. And so that excites her feelings or her fears of being dominated Mm -hmm. or controlled or every woman in a family wrestles with the feeling like she's carrying her unfair share. Of the burden. Right. And when he criticizes her, it's just like he's just put another brick in her knapsack. So, bad idea, guys. And she also has an aversion to, or fear, a feeling betrayed or abandoned, or the fear of apathy or indifference.
2: You can see how that could be a precursor. This yes. whole type of relationship can be a precursor yes. to that.
1: Yes. She, yes. She wants so badly to get the message from him that I will never leave you wanting. I will never leave you, right? I'm committed heart and soul to your happiness. And when he criticizes and it obviously hurts her, she feels betrayed. She feels like he's done exactly the opposite of what she's banking on her partner or her spouse to do for her. So all any any form of criticism is the opposite of what she actually really needs and it does, and it has the opposite impact in that she's less loving, less supportive, less everything that he needs. So we get into the crazy cycle, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking of uh, times where I'm guilty of this, Uh, Um, where I was critical for some, something, you know, and you think around the house or, you know, should okay. do it this way, or uh-huh. why isn't it done now? Yeah, but and... you
1: know what? Those your your critiques, if you will, have been I'm going to call unintended criticism. In that you really thought you were helping me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. Or you We're, we're Let's talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about the types. Okay. Of, all right. Of criticism. So there's
2: it's not just being critical. Yeah, there you can break it down, which will help to understand yes, how to deal with a it. that's the
1: whole point. Okay, we want to understand where it's come from. Coming from, we want to be able to um, delineate, if you will, between these types of criticism, and then we'll know the best way to handle it. Cool. If we just take everything he says as one kind of criticism, like it's all an expression of uh, disapproval and perceived faults and mistakes. If we take everything he says with that uh, you know, point of view, that mm-hmm, paradigm, mm-hmm. it's just gonna destroy our marriage, right? Right. Um, if he's always nasty and yeah. insensitive and a brute, if you will.
2: A brute, <laughs> a brute, you brute you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Haven't heard that word in a while. <laughs> Such a brute.
0: I, Wasn't that a I, cologne that I, men I, used to yeah. wear?
2: <laughs> it was brute. <laughs>
0: I don't know why,
2: but the vision of Gaston. It <laughs> <laughs> yes, or, or Brutus from
1: Popeye, there or something.
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't date us. You did it again. You told everybody. You Old it. we are. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first type of criticism is constructive criticism. Oh, which is... <laughs> of
2: course, the most uh, popular kind of criticism. Let
1: me let me clarify something about constructive crit- criticism. If someone comes up to you, this is my my this is Ramona's book of life. If someone comes up to me and gives, said, may I offer you some constructive That's criticism? Right. I'm going to say no. You may not, That's because right. constructive criticism is the kind that I seek out. You don't offer oh. it. I seek it out okay. because I want to grow. I want to learn, and so I might very well ask you how. How could I do this better, honey?
2: How can I vacuum the floor better? Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> no, but I sometimes do ask you about. Well, how? What would be the best way of cooking? This piece of meat, or I don't, you know, how it didn't turn out right. Do you have any ideas about how it could be better?
2: But it's something that you feel that you need to or want to improve
1: yes, on. Yes, exactly. Not
2: these not like, what
1: someone else thinks right, I need to exactly. want to improve on. <laughs> right. So that is different. That's okay. the difference between you know someone coming up and saying, may I give you constructive criticism? It that don't listen to that. That is plain old criticism. And and
2: I've I've heard that from others and, and certainly in, in corporate settings and having, you know, conversation, learning how to have conversations, that's that's kind of the uh, has been the the whole thing of there is no such thing as constructive criticism. And you I like your point yeah. in that if it's offered by someone, no. If I'm asking for help, yes. I'm asking to Tell construct myself I'm, to be construct better.
1: Construct myself. Yeah. That's so good. So here's the four four characteristics, if you will, of constructive criticism. Number one, it's the one we just said. You've sought it out. It. Right. Boy, you're asking for it.
0: Right. Boy, you're asking for it. All right. You're asking for it. <laughs> you asked for
1: it. <laughs> Number two is it's a well thought out thing. It isn't someone just off the cuff saying, you didn't do that. It's like... Mm. That you've given them some time and they've had time to okay. think it through. So the life.
2: response is. The response is thoughtful. well
1: thought out okay. and objective. Mm. Right?
2: Right. Not and pointed at you did this and you didn't do that.
1: Or... Yeah, yeah. And the person who's offering it, it didn't hit them really. Yeah, hard. Not an emotional
2: type. Exactly.
1: Response. So it's also delivered sans that emotion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No drama. The person who's saying, well, okay. This is what I this is how I see it. I think you could do the blah 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 blah. They're speaking well thought out, objective, and mm-hmm. level headed, mm-hmm. if you will. Right. Instead of emotional. There's no drama yeah, right. in it. All right. So here's what you can do with constructive criticism.
2: <laughs> you can you can shove it. Is what you, <laughs>
1: now listen, oh, it's, you can. Sorry. <laughs> if 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 she thinks that it's inaccurate. If she goes to her husband, and says what like I do, what yeah. could I do better at this or that? He off gives a, a well thought out, you know,
2: an emotional response.
1: An unemotional response. If she thinks it's inaccurate, throw it out.
2: Well, okay, out the window.
1: <laughs> throw she it can, back, not
2: throw it back in his she face.
1: Can, no, I mean she can ignore <laughs> it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. She, it, it, it's, it's give, it's take it or leave it. Mm. That's what constructive. Okay. Criticism is all about. Yeah, so because that's, you're
2: asking for it, you're responding, and then you right. take it and say, "Okay, how do I apply this or not apply it?" Right, like right. Most things. You know,
1: right. Again, like sands the emotion. Right. Um. So she can just, or she can take it, learn from it, mm-hmm. appreciate it, move on. That's her. That's her options. Okay. For constructive criticism. Now here's the second type of criticism, and I call it unintended criticism
2: meaning define that well
1: some men offer what they might call constructive criticism but remember they offered it it wasn't asked for right that's unintended criticism and they really believe that they're teaching you something in my experience working with hundreds thousands of women i hear this a lot they their husbands really believe they're that they're teaching them, helping them. Men love to teach. And let me explain how you could do this better. And And if you organized this drawer a little differently, or if you handled this problem with your friend a little differently, things would be so much better. Now I have helped you. Again, it comes across to her as very condescending. Mm.
2: And I, I'm telling you, I'm really guilty of that. Oh, have been quite guilty of that. I wasn't
1: going to say that. <laughs>
2: well, but since you brought it up. <laughs> no, it's true. I can... I you have defined my um, thought pattern really yeah that it's like okay mm-hmm. i let me help you here you know and it's not yeah. I, I, and i i didn't I don't approach it from a condescending
1: exactly. you know, That's I'm so much it. better.
2: Let me show you how to do it. It's That's just why that it's
1: unintended. here's
2: here's an idea. Here's a way to and it'll help you. It'll make it easier to last, you know, quicken it up or speed it up. Or well, let me give whatever. you a little constructive criticism on your constructive criticism <laughs> did i did I ask for something here? I don't recall asking for
1: that is also unintended, but it's all in the phrasing. Mm-hmm. It's all in the timing.
2: Yeah. Timing is everything. That's for sure. It's all
1: in the that's tone. Sure. And it, it depends on where she's at. If she's especially sensitive to it because of the time of day or the time of month.
2: Right. Yeah. Sure. Right? Absolutely.
1: Or because who knows why. And if he can't read her and say, think, oh, I probably should not do this right mm-hmm. now. I. It's going to be received by her as criticism. So with unintended criticism, if she thinks it's inaccurate, rather than lash back, which is the temptation, or to think the worst of him, like he's so incentive, blah, blah, blah. She can, A, (laughs) consider and try out a more accepting approach. You know, just let it get off. Just fly off her back. And honestly, that's what I try and do, Mm. at least as I've gotten smarter. I probably didn't do this very well in the early years. But as I've gotten smarter, I try to just say, oh, thank you. And assume that you're telling me to put more salt in the water. And you're (laughs) laughing because you how many times have you told me to do that? Put more salt in the water that you really are trying to help me. You want you're just trying to show me how to make better pasta. And I say that to myself. And then I say, well, thank you even though I think you could have phrased it a little differently so mm-hmm. it didn't sound so critical.
2: Well, me. and and what I've learned is to not do that and then just come by when you're not there and add a lot of salt to the water. <laughs> so that, you know, <laughs> solves the problem. Oh,
1: no. I am never leaving my water unintended again, <laughs> okay. now that i don't know run really what's going on. The other thing she can do is to... Help him be a little more considerate in his approach mm-hmm. by unemotionally teaching him what she really needs. And right. I think
2: that could very much apply to our writer here. Is how to
1: yeah, express but except this. I think this guy might be more intentional. In yeah, his it sounds like po- quite possibly. Yeah, but for a lot of women, this really does apply. And so in that case, I would say, you know, I know you mean to be helpful when you come around criticizing my boiling water. I know you mean, mean you mean to be helpful and I appreciate that, but right now it's not the best time for me. So you're letting him know, you're helping him save face a little bit mm. by saying, I, I know you're really trying to help and, and I appreciate that. But now, and so you're teaching him, this is not what I need right now. Mm. He's not gonna really know what you need
0: right, otherwise. Right, right.
1: Or you go back later And you can say, you probably couldn't see it, but when you said that in front of the company we had, or it really hurt my feelings. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: that's it. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. Just leave it. Listen, this is really important. Okay. If it's just a little smarty, you know, it's just a little criticism that just ouch hurts just in the moment. And you but you want him to know that so he doesn't do it again. You just tell him about that time, and that's the end. You don't expect a big apology and a big discussion of why he said it and what he did. It's just, if it's just an owie, a little smarty, that's all it needs. He's going to feel bad enough. It's over.
2: But one one thing that you said, I think, is really critical. And that's how you started, where you said... You probably didn't notice this. You couldn't see that this was what however you say it. Yes. Rather than just coming in and go, you know, you really busted my chops or you just blah 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 yes. blah. Yes. That's yes. just that just really yes. puts uh, the conversation in a different light and the individuals it much more ease. This
1: goes back to last week's podcast. When we said a person who feels defensive stops. Listening, yeah,
2: right. And if you don't, by doing that, you break that defensiveness down that yes. might be there.
1: You don't even get them a chance, yeah. You have they have no chance to put yeah. up a defense huge. before you tell them what yeah. the deal is. It's
2: a huge, huge strategy, huge
1: number one tip there. Yes, yeah, no, I, yeah, I've been teaching that for years. I'm so glad that you approve. yeah. yeah. You probably couldn't see it, but
2: top tip, ladies, right there
1: <laughs> from the guy's point of view, yeah, that's interesting. Be-
2: yeah, it, it's your brain starts going back and going, no, oh, yeah, gee, you're replaying
1: yeah. what happened. I, hopefully. I've done that um, a few times <laughs> a few in time. our marriage <laughs> when I felt like you were making fun of me or something yeah, and, in front of
0: people. Yeah, or you made a joke
1: at my expense right. or something, and I'll tell you later. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, but, I learned that. Uh,
1: but how did you learn it? because i told yeah,
2: you yeah right yeah and you told me in that manner right not being uh, creating some conflict there
1: right so right. yeah right and to be fair last week's podcast was about negative her mm-hmm. how she can come across as very negative and hurtful to him and we talked about how to rephrase and everything so that's all we're doing today but we now we're coming ha- instead of her negativity to him we're talking about his negativity mm-hmm. towards her so i just want to make it clear it's it's always a two-way street okay now so so far we've talked about two kinds of criticism
2: let me see if i can remember okay uh, it's a test only that's a right. test no constructive
1: yes right and what is constructive
2: constructive is when you ask for it not okay. when it's just unabashedly offered oh, okay
1: because you want to improve
2: you want to improve and then unintended Criticism.
1: Okay, where, right. right. Which is when he's doesn't really mean to hurt you. No, no. Or, just, or control you yes. or whatever.
2: I'm doing this with love. Yes. yes.
1: He thinks he is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 well, his intentions are there. <laughs> but it's it's about what you're trying to say here. It's about how
0: yes, you approach these yes, things.
1: Yes, yeah. Okay. Now, here's the third type. And this is the problem type and I think it is the one that applies to this specific letter writer. And I call it projected criticism. Do you have any idea what that might mean?
2: Projected. So it it has to be an assumption, a negative type
1: uh, when, so when you pre- when we project on someone what are we yeah. doing?
2: Oh well, we're taking what ourselves yes. and how we feel yes. or our experience right onto them. So projected criticism. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. And there's
1: examples of that in the news every day. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's turn on a press briefing.
1: <laughs> so projected criticism is an emotional negative yeah. reaction to something that you, the wife, has said or done. All right, so we're talking about a, our or husband Or in this case, hasn't Projecting done, criticism. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> has done, exactly. So if someone, if your husband... Is ranting about how irresponsible you are in some way. It's because you did something that emotionally threatened them.
2: Hmm. So what could have happened here then? Do I don't think? know. I don't
1: yeah. have a specific. No, I understand uh, that. Uh, situation here exactly from this in this question, but he is feeling. Um, Envy, insecurity, anger, something triggered those okay. negative feelings in him, and he's projecting them on her through criticism. Now, even inside projected criticism, there's two more types. There's two types there's of projected subtypes. criticism. Subtypes. Sub, thank you, thank you. Subtypes.
2: Sub projected criticism so number one
1: is. If it's from stress or worries outside their mm-hmm. relationship in that it's occasional and out of character,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: right? So sometimes if just yeah. things build up right. and he just lets I'm not loose and on you blah. and you can say, oh, he just wasn't himself. I wish we could say it was his time of the month because that would explain. Well, guys
2: have those times <laughs> usually once a week, actually. <laughs>
1: But for a woman, you know, yeah, yeah, you're not yourself. Right. But guys have those. Yeah. And there's all sorts of things
2: that can bring that. uh, Right. To a head. Right.
1: Right. So if it is from stresses or worries or anxieties outside of the relationship and you know, it's out of character. He doesn't normally Mm -hmm. let it loose like that. Then we can see that criticism. He's criticizing you. We can see the criticism as a concern for him we can say wow mm-hmm. something was really going on in there mm-hmm. even though it was directed at you you're realizing it was projected that it really doesn't have anything to do with you, and so now, if you really know that it's out of character, we can turn around and say, "Wow, what is yeah. eating him?"
2: So that's a real higher level response, very to, high level, to say, you know, to react to, yeah, non-defensively yeah, right.
1: like that, in, and be concerned for his well-being mm. and treating him with care. And uh, often it's just a soft answer response that, "Honey."
0: Wow.
2: Yeah, I can see how this uh, you know, you you take it on the on the flip side where and we talked about it in our last podcast where, you know, what's you know, what's wrong? Nothing. The, right, the male mass. Right. The mass that goes on right. is an indication that, oh, something is going yes, on. And that so he's
1: processing yeah. those emotions. And
2: here the same type of thing, except yes. it's more overt. Yes, where, where and he, aggressive maybe and, and, and
1: to, like the the let's fight mask. Yeah. Remember that yeah. one? Right, right, right. Good point. Really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we react more out of concern from him mm, for okay. him than take the criticism personally.
0: Personally, right.
1: I'm so glad you tied that in with that other podcast. That's so good. Um, So that's one thing we can do is try hard not to respond Uh, defensively Mm -hmm. but out of concern and we might also let him know that wait a minute that hurt just like we did before when we say
2: yeah you may not have realized going on you may not have
1: realized it but when you were stressed the other day you you said this and it hurt Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it really hurt and that's the end remember that's the end you don't go so Apologize. Come on, fess oh. up. But oh, in this case, that. it
2: could be the catalyst for him to speak up and talk about things yes. and improve the situation.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're just teaching him. You leave him alone, let him yeah. save face that way. Um, and we forgive. If it's occasional.
2: Yeah. Move on.
1: Listen, there yeah. be no marriages without forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: Exactly. They're never, you know, look at us. What? 40 plus years and forgiveness is a constant. It just, it's not an event. It's an attitude Yeah, just runs through everything. So if it's really occasional, if it's really out of character, when he criticizes you ladies, let it roll. You can tell him like we've talked about, but be, be a little worried for him and let it go. All right. Now that's if it is out of character if however it's very much his character in that it's chronic it's toxic then and then it has to be projected criticism that's chronic or toxic has to be the result of his own emotions envy insecurity anger right so that is downright mistreatment Mm -hmm. and that's what the she the letter writer's complaining about and she said it's been that way at all levels from day one right right? so here's some some suggestions for managing the conflict that's caused by that kind of mistreatment ready for it number one number one
2: This would be projected criticism <laughs> 1.1. Yes,
1: and I'm so. getting my muscles yes, up. Here we go, That's ladies. Right. All right. <clears throat> Taking my papa spinach. If he's disrespectful, don't be afraid to call him on it.
2: It's how you do it, though, if right? He, yeah.
1: If he Straightforward. is disrespectful, do not be afraid to call him on it. Now this is different, remember, I'm not talking about the unintended Mm -hmm. criticism Mm -hmm. when he Mm -hmm. thinks he's being helpful and you see it as sort of condescending. No, I gave you a whole different strategy for that. This isn't the projected kind of criticism that's occasional. Mm -hmm. I gave you a whole different set of strategies for that. This is for the chronic criticizer who comes across as almost hateful you know,
2: yeah, I've been gone often. all day working my butt off. I come on, what? Where have you been doing today? I can't. The pile of dishes over here, and blah yes. blah 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 blah. Yes,
1: like our letter writer said, You've she have been feels sitting like around watching TV. Nothing right, right that he doesn't appreciate anything she actually has done.
2: And that, yeah, this has come. This comes from seeing the the things that aren't done as opposed to the things that
1: Yeah, but why does he there? see but why, that? Yeah, why it's, focused on that? Yeah. He's projecting, he's projecting exactly. he's looking for it because of something inside him it really has very little to do with her if it's a chronic mm-hmm. toxic form of criticism
2: The way he was raised or yes, the environment yes, he came he out He doesn't of. feel worthy yeah. himself
1: he, feel, he feels like uh, he doesn't have a place in the world, so when he comes home,
2: yeah. If it's that, not, the mask. If about it's that? not all perfect, there's insecurities of somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't right. But if he
1: can't, if he's, if he feels like he's constantly humiliated by the world, mm. he can come home and in this weird yeah. psychological thing that's going on inside of him, it's in his psyche. He's creating his own dominion, at least yes, in I can control this. Of this world, right? And my, and I'm gonna have order. You know, it's Mr. Banks and Mary Poppins, you know, (laughs) he comes home (laughs) singing his song about how perfect and orderly and in control he is. And she's like, "Ah, we just lost the nanny,
0: honey.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And when he finds out his world isn't so perfect, it it disturbs something on a really deep level for him. So um, in that situation, I say call him on it. So I'm talking really now to the disappearing woman.
2: The disappearing woman, the one that shrinks and lorded over. Yes,
1: after years maybe Mm -hmm. of that kind of criticism, she starts to Mm -hmm. disappear. Yeah, disappear. Just less and less of a person. Mm -hmm. So to her, I say, value and voice your own opinions your beliefs, what you know, speak up for what you need, call him on his attitudes and behavior, state your grievances and stand by what you say or what you have said, right? Because chronic criticism is the worst kind of disrespect.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's so it's coming from a spouse?
0: Yeah. Who's
1: supposed to be your partner? Yeah. Be, I'm afraid, and you tell me, is this true? That... There, there are men and too many, maybe, who feel they have a right to criticize a woman, or their
2: yeah, wife. Yeah, there is. There definitely is, and and part of it is in the sense of, I'm providing, I'm paying for all this stuff. This is Ooh. my house. Wait a minute. Type thing.
1: Is it that? But what if they're, you know, both working? In no, both I, I
2: no, I get that. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. not saying that that's the the always the case but there is um a provincial type uh, attitude okay. of i'm taking care of this. this is my house i paid for it
0: ooh therefore ouch. This it is will too be this too ugly done for
2: me to even here this way yeah right
1: okay okay yes
2: and that's where it starts so I think.
1: he feels like he has a right to yeah. exercise dominion he he thinks of himself as her superior but you know what in in those cases that criticism is just a way to hide his own insecurities and if she lets him do it she's agreeing Mm -hmm. to an unequal relationship she's agreeing to be the child she's agreeing to be the student she's agreeing to be the you know i don't know
2: the hired help
1: oh, oh man oh man
2: yeah
1: ouch right so that's why you know, she she has to stand and, up. But
2: you're not you're not advocating. I I'm I'm totally with you on this. But mm-hmm. you're you're not advocating this argumentative. You know, get into this. You know, you say state. You know, value. I'm going to you know, tell you how voice. to do it right now. Excellent.
1: Ready? Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> I always tell you exactly what to That's say. That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just see these, these these brains out there. these women are going okay. Let's see. Oh, Stand I don't up. think I'm going to try that. <laughs> I'm not going to say it that. Let's way. go
1: point for point. Here, ready? Ready. He's making fun of you. Some men use humor, and you've done this yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I am very guilty of Unintended. This. I it was not a chronic. It's a cheap
2: form joke. Of this. Cheap way to get a So laugh.
1: some men use humor as a way of subtly putting you down. Yeah, and it just. Becomes a habit if you yes, let them do does.
0: it. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. And
1: isn't it common between men to sort of tease each other that way? To, oh yeah, To yeah, establish yeah, yeah. hierarchy
0: sure. by
2: oh, rubbing, very much so. each other, very, very way. much so. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And it, and it, it it's, it's a common thing. It starts when you're a little kid,
0: really. Right,
2: you know, where you're, especially your little boys, where they tend to establish their authority or their dominance. Dominance by putting somebody down. It's a real simple oh. way uh-huh. to become in your the mind thing. dominant. The king of the Right. Mountains. It's a very simple way. And so it mm. happens as kids, but it often carries into adulthood.
1: And it completely inappropriate yeah. in a in a marriage. F- yes, yes. Husband-wife right. relationship. Um, so it's just sort of a a passive way. A passive way of um creating that hierarchy even inside your own marriage. Oh, a passive aggressive way is what I meant mm, to say. Yeah. All right, so it's a way for him to communicate hostility. And it's hurtful to women. It's terribly hurtful to women. So what? here's what I think she should do. The to-do for him making fun of you is look him directly in the eye and tell him that it hurt and why.
2: Right then when he makes fun of you? hmm Oh, even if it's in a social setting?
1: Oh, man. Because um, it often
2: happens. It's when it's going to happen mm. is when we're standing in a group. Uh, maybe it's a four, maybe I, it's two couples. That's really tough. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, I'm trying to think if if for me, yeah, I might. Mm. I, I very well might if it were me and it were you. But I'm not sure some women, especially if she's fighting the disparate woman yeah. syndrome would yeah, yeah, have yeah. the confidence to do that. But at some point, you remember earlier on, we said you probably couldn't see it. Right. But in right. this case, if this is a chronic pattern and we're yeah. gonna break the pattern, I would say, I'm serious about this. That comment hurt my feelings. Please don't say that kind of thing yeah. to me again. Yeah. See, did you hear me? Yeah. I'm gonna say it one more time. I'm serious about this. That comment hurt my feelings. Please do not say that kind of thing to me again.
2: And you leave it.
1: And I leave it. Yeah. I don't expect an apology. I don't expect to fight. I don't want one. I don't Mm -hmm. even want a discussion about it. I'm just telling you straight out so that you are better informed. That's not acceptable.
0: Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah.
2: So when and how, I mean, you've given a good how.
1: Mm -hmm. When
2: is something
0: kind of have to work work out. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I think you're right. Um, And close to the humor idea of making fun of you is sarcasm. Mm, Yeah, real common. Uh, Sarcastic remarks. That is also passive aggressive. And he's just... um, yeah. he's really just saying what he's feeling inside yeah, yeah, yeah. without yeah. coming out and saying it directly.
0: Yeah, so he's true. like, I'm
1: just joking with you. But right. he's really saying, yeah. I'm mad at you. I'm uncomfortable with you. I don't like this about you. Yeah. But it's coming out as a joke. But it's really sarcastic. So the to-do for that is to follow the exact same thing that we just said earlier. I'm serious about this. That comment hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Please don't ever say that kind of thing about me. Uh, you know, to me again.
2: Mm-hmm. Or about us. I think or you were about kind of us. starting to say there. Yeah. It might be something about the relationship that comes yes, out. Yes, yes. Not necessarily yes, being critical yes. of a specific thing, yes. but it's being critical of the relationship yes. in front of others.
1: You, uh, She might even have to defend the children from his yeah, sarcasm. Yeah, that's true. Where he, she could say that same thing. You know, I'm serious about this. That comment hurt Joey's mm-hmm, feelings. Mm-hmm. Please do not say that kind of thing to him again. Yeah, right. All right. So we're talking about an extraordinary marriage that's uh, the most of the marriages I work with do not have this degree of the toxic Mm -hmm, kind mm, of communication mm. going on. Um, but I, too many have a degree of it,
2: and with and and, and unless you can address it like this and and uh, get the things moving in the right direction, it can yes. become quite toxic.
1: Yes, if she's responding inappropriately, including letting him letting him yeah it, right or get not, not responding
2: it. at all right. right.
1: Um, so here's another one when he's condescending, condescension, and I think this happens when commonly when men are raised around other men who have attitudes towards women so they grow up feeling superior to women they've been taught it right basically generationally Mm -hmm. to feel superior to women right so to this i say well i'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) swear
2: I that's too bad. I really was looking forward to putting in a beep or something in there. Go ahead, I'll put the beep in. <laughs> That'll be a first. <laughs> That'll be the title of the podcast. Actually, Don't tell Ramona me swears. <laughs> yeah, go about thirty-two minutes in, and Ramona <laughs> Ramona swears.
1: <laughs> well, this is one okay. place where it's really appropriate. <laughs> but the ideas never ever allow this. For him to feel superior yeah. in some way or to treat you as inferior. Or Feeling
2: simpe- superior by treating you inferior. Yes. Inferiorly. Yes, Inferiorly. Right, Inferiorly? right. Did I right. make up
1: a word? So if we, here's what you say. Okay. we make up new words we on do. this podcast? That's right.
2: We've got a whole dictionary now.
1: What is she going to say when he's condescending? You ready? Do you realize how condescending that remark was?
2: Again, bringing it back. To yeah. the moment. But here again, she's looking him straight in the right, eye, right. directly
1: in the eye. Do you realize how condescending that remark was? It's really important to look him in the eye. I talk a lot about communication shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. with men. Mm-hmm. And this is when we're becoming friends, companions, intimates, and how valuable that is. But in this situation, you got to look him in the eye as an equal and say, do you realize how condescending that remark was?
2: Face to face.
1: Another one. And he could go, <laughs> Oh, yeah you know, right. To, you know, I'm yeah, going to yeah. tell you what to expect. Soft it up, yeah. We'll talk about in a minute. what yeah. come on, yeah. yeah. Don't worry, we're going to get to that. <laughs>
2: Put some uh, pants
0: on. Or
1: she might, she <laughs> might say, um, "I'm sure you don't really feel that you're superior to me," but that comment kind of makes it sound like you
2: do. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm sure you don't the, really the, feel superior. What to me. I like
2: about that is that the comment becomes the issue, not the person.
1: Yeah. You're not making the guy
2: the problem. Yes. You're making the comment. The
1: comment the is guilty the guilty party. Instead of you yes. are right. so mean right. or you are so insensitive right. or you are so you crude, stupid or you idiot. You're such a brute. Yeah,
2: you
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We cut brute back in. Are you <laughs> there? <laughs> You're never gonna live that one down. I
0: know
1: it, I can feel it. But you get it. I, I think that's a really important point. Yeah. The comment is the issue, not him. Right. In how she confronts him. So, oh, this is good. All right, here's a good one. And a common one. Interrupting. When <laughs> yes. some women can hardly get a word in edgewise, and I know it's true the other way around.
2: Yeah. But a lot of
1: men can't get in a word edgewise. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> like I was trying to Say, right? But if you know, I'm he... trying.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm not starting until you're done. Are you done? Yeah. So you know.
2: Go ahead. I want. Would... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> if he's constantly interrupting you, I think that I know men. I have some men in my acquaintance.
2: <laughs> I know men <laughs>
1: that think of conversation like every conversation as some kind of debate.
0: Mm, or battle that, a, they're gonna in, yeah, right, okay. that they're going to best you in. Right. That
1: they're going to defeat you at any cost. <laughs> I remember some conversations with certain male friends that I will not <laughs> go ahead and say their name. They could... <laughs> <laughs> that went on for hours because <laughs> yeah. everything I said, he, he was playing devil's advocate oh, or yeah. whatever, yeah. and coming back, and like it was a, a debate of wits. And I'm like, hello? Do we? Yeah. this is not fun anymore it was fun for a few minutes not fun anymore so he might in that case he may be interrupting you he may be raising his voice to drown you mm. out or discredit you in any way he can so what to do if he begins to argue with you before you have a chance to mm-hmm. even you know get your ideas across this is what you say I really like to debate with you. I would really like to debate with you on this. It's exciting. This is what I wish I had known and said during that con- those conversations with the uh, mm, friend. Okay. <laughs> I I would, I really like, I, let me see. I got to get this straight. And ladies, go ahead. Practice in front of the mirror. It's good. I would really like to debate with you on this. It's exciting, but it would be so much more fun if you would stop interrupting me.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Show that you're engaged. You want to be Mm -hmm. part of this thing. Mm
1: -hmm. But. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Be a lot more fun if you'd stop interrupting me. So here we are. We're standing up and we're calling Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. See? So when I said earlier, state your voice, state your opinion, stand up. This is all I'm talking about. It's not so hard. You just have to have the right words. Um, If he continues arguing with you, you stop talking again. You look him directly in the eye, just like we've done all along and say, listen, I listen to you without interrupting until you were finished telling me your point of view. Now I expect you to listen to my point of view without interrupting me. Mm -hmm. So before she said it would be a lot more fun if and then he keeps going. So now she's saying I expect you to listen to my point of view the same way I listen to your point of view. And if he still goes on, because okay. an arguer, or debater yeah, will. are the hardest ones right. to wrangle. I would say, you know what? It seems like it's a lot more important to you to be right. And all I wanted to do was to have a lively discussion. So let's talk another time when you're in the mood to listen.
2: There you go. So, okay. How do you apply this to the marriage?
1: Well, it's true. Just this is really marriage. just
2: that way. Yeah. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So we started out with, I'd really like to debate yeah. with you. It's exciting, but it would be a lot more fun if you'd stop interrupting me. And then if it continues, I listened without interrupting till you were finished with your mm-hmm. point of view. And uh, now I expect you to mm-hmm. listen to my point of view. Mm-hmm. And now it's still going on. So we say, you know what? It seems that you are far more concerned about being right and I just wanted to have a lively discussion. So let's talk another time when you're in the mood to listen.
2: So take that to our um, our question. Okay. All right. So, blah blah blah. This isn't right. <laughs> you know, this this barrage seems like that can come out.
1: Right. Anything aren't that's
2: correct. Right. So apply this now to say the same type of thing. I'd like to talk to you about this, but. Oh. you're not ready to listen, or...
1: We'll bring it up again when you are ready to Yeah.
2: Listen. You can see that could I be... You
1: just said, you're not ready to listen. Yeah, okay. Which gave him, me...
2: Yeah. That, made me
1: feel defensive. Right. Like, how do you know how I feel? I'm
2: not the expert here, okay? So yeah. <laughs> I'm, thank you for constructingly criticizing me on, on how I said that. But yeah, no, you but you care. see what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. in this situation, that could be a really good tactic
1: mm. okay. to
2: break this... Uh, right.
1: You know what? We just need another race. whole podcast on managing natural conflict in marriage. Yeah, 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 we call it, in Wife Savers. we call it drop and cover. And I'll explain why later. It's not duck and cover. It's drop and cover, which has a very specific meaning where you drop back and think something through before you come back. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's this is what you're talking about yeah. when you say, you know, let's come back later. Right. We're going to drop back for a while. Yeah, when you're in the mood to listen,
2: yeah, could be. I think it could be a good tactic for for a letter writer.
1: I like to that. develop that. So you you started to respond the way you thought he might mm-hmm. react. You you said a couple of things. I don't remember what they were, but they were all well, I or something like that. I'm going to say this: Do not accept the following excuses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if he says you're being unreasonable. Mm. A lot of guys will say something. Settle down. Oh, come on. You're overreacting, you know, kind of thing. It is perfectly reasonable to want to be listened to or not to be criticized or not to be made fun of or Mm -hmm. be treated condescendingly. It is unreasonable for him to expect to treat you in any of those ways without repercussions.
2: (laughs) Okay. If you're going to go there, guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> get ready. Don't
1: tell her it's unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. You're the one who's being okay. unreasonable to think there are not repercussions to treating her in that way. Mm. Don't
2: yeah. because if you if a guy's getting away with it yes. over time yes. it becomes a habit.
1: Yes. She's and allowing she's it. To disappearing, happen. Like right. She's disappearing. Right. She's disappearing. She's yeah. shrinking. This is her time to, you know, honey, I blew up the kids. You yeah. know, she's gonna get big. <laughs> she's gonna get big. No more no more little. Um, He might also use the excuse of, you're being hysterical.
2: Yeah, right.
1: Right? Can you say it in the male tone of voice? It sounds stupid when I say it.
2: (laughs) Oh, you're being hysterical.
0: Come on. (laughs) Jeez.
1: That is so demeaning. So demeaning. Yeah. Because it's telling her she doesn't have a right to her feelings. That's Mm. how women will hear it. Mm. That's how they're going to hear it. Like, you don't have a right to your feelings, what he calls hysterical. And remember, we talked about how men process emotion mm-hmm. in a previous podcast. Right. And so her big emotion and her drama, her angst makes him extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, very much And so. in an effort to squelch it, he may very well say, you're being hysterical.
2: Yeah. And it's not effective, guys, to say, oh, you don't feel that way.
1: Uh, you found that one out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. Speaking from experience, uh, feeling is a very subjective thing, and, uh, and you can't say "don't feel that way" or "you can't feel that way." Right. Yeah. That is a
1: no, really no, you bad You have to move.
2: acknowledge that the feelings exist. The fe- her feelings then are real. She has a right to him.
1: Right. She needs to be validated. Right. Remember, we talked in the very beginning. She needs to feel validated. And once she does, all that drama and angst, and everything goes.
2: Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. Once that, that's a great beginning to uh, making progress. You do
1: that for me. It's so beautiful. You've been doing it for the past week over and over and over again.
2: Finally figured it out. (laughs) Took me 40 plus years, but the last week's been good.
1: (laughs) Here's another excuse he might throw out there. You're trying to start trouble.
0: Mm.
1: What are you trying to do? Yeah. What are you trying to do? Just start trouble. What are you getting so Mm. worked up about? And in that case... All you're re- what you're really trying to do is avoid trouble right. by telling him by standing up to him. Now, see, these are the responses you're going to get if you stand up to him. You're going to get you're being hysterical, you're being unreasonable, you're just trying to start trouble, and that you're just trying to start trouble is just making you feel defensive. He's trying right. thry- trying to throw you off track. Yeah. So I am just you're
0: the problem here.
1: Articulating them here now as a forewarning. So. She's prepared. When he says, you're being unreasonable, she's going to think, oh, Ramona said he'd say that. <laughs> right. No, you're not going away with that. I'm not going to respond the way you think I'm going to respond because Ramona told me you'd say that. <laughs> or you're being hysterical. You're being, trying to start trouble, all that, whatever <laughs> form they come in. So just a few more things. This is a big topic.
2: Yeah. Well, there's a lot to it. No question.
1: Now we're prepared. We know what we're going to say. We might even practice in front of the mirror. I hope you're taking notes. Little sticky notes, you know. But here's the behaviors. You as a woman, not you, honey. but
2: Not me. Okay. The, the, the women She's not I'm looking t- at me right the now. The
1: women I'm talking to. Here's the behaviors to avoid. This will not help your cause. Don't whine or whimper. He hates whimpering. Yeah, boy he whining,
0: hates, no he hates whining whimpering zone.
1: as much as you hate his arrogance mm. and really that whimpering just makes him more arrogant mm-hmm. so you both just end up hating each other more you you whimper all the more you, he gets more arrogant and yeah
2: oh, yeah more disappearing dumb, the the, the whimpering uh, is a great way to disappear
1: right all right don't allow him don't allow things to build up Yeah, A lot of this confrontation is going to happen because you've been letting him get away Mm -hmm. with it Mm -hmm. for a long time. So we're not going to put up with that kind of behavior, you know, so that we get to this point where we just can't take it anymore. And then it all comes out in a big tirade. We can't do it in the measured way Ramona's taught you because there's just too much behind the dam. And
2: and even though there might be a situation where there is a whole bunch built up, what I hear you saying is to fix this. You can't just let it all out. Right. You know? If you get his... For years, you've been blah, 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 blah. You... It's a measured way to change the ship yes. direction.
1: Yes. Right? Yes. It's a tact. It's a new tack. Yeah. I love the ship analogy. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you. So instead of doing this big 180 degree turn, yeah. we're just going to start putting our foot down over and over so the ship just starts yeah. turning okay. very Good. slowly. <clears throat> because you know what? Excuse me. I'm getting all excited. Choked up. <laughs> If you respond in the tirade,
0: well, you're no. giving him, a, yeah.
1: I, I can't say this, you're giving him an excuse to, to call you hysterical, that's it. come right to call back. you unreasonable. Come right back, that's right. it. Don't yeah. do that. Don't expect him to admit he was wrong or to apologize. We're going to do a podcast on this coming up because I've gotten a couple of questions along these lines. We're not going to expect him to admit he was wrong or apologize. If you demand that, guess what? He'll just get more defensive, right? Because it's this, it becomes a matter of masculine pride, even if even if you've proven (laughs) he's wrong. So it the other thing about it is it sends the message that he has control over your happiness. Like until you say you're sorry, Mm. I can't be peace. Until you Ah. say you're sorry, I can't be happy. And it's not gonna happen. But
2: it goes back to what you were saying too, in a couple of examples where you state you know, unemotionally, whatever it is, you state it and then you walk away. You stop. It's right? over. It's, it's over.
1: Right. And
2: so what that also does and is it um, takes the control away from him yes. of that situation yes. too. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now I want to clarify something here. We we're just now we've set ourselves up. We have to do another podcast on managing natural conflict mm-hmm. because it's another whole skill set to take something that is a real issue in your marriage or any kind of disagreement or argument. And they happen in the yeah. best of marriages, yeah. right?
2: Daily in some and situations.
1: Know how to deal with it. Know how to work through mm-hmm. it to mm-hmm. a resolution. That's really important. I am not saying you you just never finish these things, right? By walking, no, away.
2: no, no, no. That's a good point.
1: Right. So we're going. That's another whole yeah. skill set. What I'm talking about now is criticism. Right. All right. We're right. just managing those critical remarks that come out, either. Yeah. On purpose or, or <laughs> intentionally. Right. And how to manage, mm-hmm. how to handle those. That's the question. It's not about how do I work? How do we work our way yeah. through this major issue or this argument? Okay. I just want to be really, really clear about okay, that. Good. Um, so don't, here's another one. Don't say you were wrong. Just keep the peace. Mm. That's the disappearing woman, and I think
2: that happens for a lot of uh, relationships. And I know I've been guilty of that. Oh, <gasps> okay, really? So yeah, it yeah, definitely. Where and you I...
1: said, "I'm sorry, I'm wrong." Just keep. You mean you really weren't? You really didn't think you were wrong when you told me all those times? <laughs> well, I was
2: wrong. <laughs> yeah full, you know I full disclosure here <laughs> full disclosure no it's it's true there are times oh where uh, I think uh, it's not just a uh, you know the disappearing woman thing mm. but that you know just to end the stop the madness mm. to say okay that type of thing
1: I believe in requesting forgiveness mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. in accepting responsibility for what you've done to right. hurt someone. Right. Now you set us up again. We have to do another whole <laughs> podcast just on forgiveness. I think
2: we should definitely. And yeah.
1: I mean, requesting yeah. forgiveness How to and work extending yeah. forgiveness, yeah. right? What I'm talking about here is appeasing an abuser.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. That's exactly.
1: very, very different. Right. That's, yeah, that's enabling. really that's unhealthy. That's an abuser. Right. Right. And it will backfire mm. on the abusee mm-hmm. if they keep doing it. It will cause her to doubt her own perceptions. You start to believe what he's saying. Yeah. It and and here's the weird thing, it causes him to lose respect for you. The very thing that you need to reestablish equality and mm-hmm. balance in this relationship. Mm-hmm. By saying, "Oh, you're right. I'm always wrong," you know that is a disappearing woman and a sign of an abusive relationship. We're getting to that in a minute. Don't scream or yell.
2: Yeah, I think we've established that. It's understandable that you want to, right? But
1: it will only deteriorate the situation or escalate Mm -hmm. the situation, and gives him an excuse to call you crazy woman. To
0: go back, always hysterical, right?
1: You know. You don't give him that excuse, so we really try not to scream or yell. So, you know, I mentioned abuse. I better touch on that now, rather than do a whole podcast on it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but abuse is there's three kinds of abuse, and some I'm I am amazed at how many women come to me, and that I work with one on one who have no idea they're in an abusive situation.
2: They don't see it. Mm-mm.
0: Mm.
1: So there's verbal abuse. And that's when he's calling you derogatory names or telling you ugly things about you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's verbal abuse. Emotional abuse is when he's trying to make you think you are crazy. And he's threatening to end the relationship mm. if you don't do what he says. Or he's threatening threatening to hit you. That's emotional abuse where you're, you are scared out of your wits but it's all emotional. He hasn't touched you yet. So of course there's also physical right. abuse. Yeah. That's and, and I'm it's amazing how many women don't even know what physical abuse is. You think that would be obvious. Listen hmm. to this. Hitting, punching, pushing, tripping, dragging, breaking things, putting his fist through things, throwing things, Any tactic of intimidation, even if he doesn't physically touch you, yeah.
2: So that's the thing that jumps out at me. It's not we think of physical abuse as being physically touched, and what you're saying there are forms of physical abuse
1: where he's using his physicality. That's the way to look at it. Thank you.
2: you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. So we cannot tolerate that. We have to call it what it is, and it is abuse. Right. So uh, that is something that. Uh, You definitely need help and intervention and professional help. And there's a million uh, resources for that out there. Those wonderful resources, domestic hotlines and so forth, abuse. So all I'm going to say about it, though, is don't tolerate it. Call it what it is, abuse. And don't go... Don't go changing to try to please him. Who who's, who did that? That I changed the words. She's a little bit. dating
2: herself again. <laughs> no. Just the way you are.
1: Was that Billy Joel? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Lots of people don't know you used to be a DJ. You can rattle it's these things. Probably off. a good these, thing. These so. years and these. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> that was back in our early days mm. when we were looking for your quest. That's right? it. All right. So, but that's true. Don't go trying to changing to try to please him. So wrap it up here. I want all listeners to listen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Attention, all listeners. Attention, all listeners. Time to listen.
1: When you're sorting through all this, like, well, what kind of criticism am I dealing with? You're going to probably have to listen to this podcast several times over. But just remember that he's probably unaware of his own emotional state. Mm. We've talked about that in previous podcast episodes go back listen to that remember too he's not linguistically based as you are as a woman most men are not as able to effectively communicate emotions as you are
2: and that will bring out the anger the emotion the physicality yes
1: yes because he's compelled to release emotions physically or to rid himself of them as quickly as possible and sometimes that'll come out in a burst right of something that's scary, right? Um, you don't try to pull emotion out of him or to excite emotion in him. That's unwise. And most men, let's say 99.9% will go defensive and you call them on their behavior. So be ready. He will go defensive. Remember too, that how performance driven he is. We've talked about this in previous episodes about believing in him, mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm. much more positive episodes than this one, but um, he's performance driven and his fears make him especially delicate. So temper your comments with loving care, especially when he's unintentionally critical, right? And give him lots of acknowledgement for the positive things that he does for any attempts he makes to change the way he's trying to cheat. Treat yeah,
2: so it may be, as we said, a chronic situation. Yes. Acknowledge the little things that yes. may start helping to turn that yes. ship. Yes. Really when you important. notice that
1: he bit his tongue. Yeah. Or when he didn't flare up quite so easily, okay. you can say, Honey, I noticed that tonight you you didn't get you didn't react so angrily when the kids did this or mm-hmm. something. I mm-hmm. I appreciate that. It really meant a lot to me
2: or wasn't so weren't you weren't so critical of
1: yes whatever. that meant a lot to me right. thank you yeah. so we're going to acknowledge his efforts because he really does unless this relationship has deteriorated to the breaking point he really does want to please her he really you know mm-hmm. so that's as important to 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 think the best of him as much as possible, unless it's one of those really abusive situations, then we're going to tell you, give you a completely different point of view and paradigm to get out and get help. So anyway, I hope that's helpful.
2: Yeah, I think this is a, uh, a um, it, it's interesting. The conversation has gone a little different than I anticipated that yeah, it would it? a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's, as you said, uh, a little while ago, you know, we have other podcasts that are much more, Light, shall we say, and a little uh, happy. This is yeah. a this is a hard co- uh, topic yeah. uh, for a lot of people, but it's also in, in varying degrees. I think every right. relationship can utilize these um, tactics and these strategies, um, and but some certainly are worse than others. Yes, but exactly. It exists that's we're everywhere. talking
1: about a big spectrum yeah. here, and so that's hard to pinpoint down in a few yeah. minutes time. Right. But listen, if Anyone who will work with me over a long period of time in my wife saver's education membership, for instance, when they'll come really work with me and will learn all the Wifesaver principles step by step, point by point, in a really systematic style. So we're building principle upon principle, strategy on strategy, tactic on tactic. Their marriages are revolutionized. We we have taken so many marriages that are on the absolute brink of disaster where he's about to file for divorce or she's considering divorce and she starts working with me. And within a few months, even, we have completely turned that ship around by using much more than what we've talked about here, where we're actually approaching the relationship from a very um, positive point of view. And holistic point of view. but sometimes... Uh, you know, and this is why women cry out to me out of the blue, you know, help me. I just feel constantly criticized. I think these tactics can be very effective in stopping that. But if we want to now become his intimate and become true best friends and develop a very powerful partnership, that's going to take a lot, a lot more and a lot of varied uh, principles that are all encompassed in the Wise Savers education. Yeah, so I really are, These are encourage, band-aids,
2: basically, that yeah, we're talking about in some situations. Yeah, and they can stop some of the smarties, yeah, definitely.
1: Right, right. But I I, I just wanna say that, that I really encourage all my listeners who may be dealing with this kind of criticism, any kind of criticism in their marriage to consider the Wise Savers education mm-hmm. membership will we'll completely, <laughs> we'll completely turn that boat around. So, Now that we can identify the most chronic toxic form of that projective criticism, I hope that you can focus on, listener, on building up your own confidence so that you can confront his comments because you understand what's behind the words, you're prepared with the optimal responses. And then those of us who aren't in that kind of toxic situation, we can, you know, the occasional kind of projection where it's a bad day at work and he comes home, puts on that mill mask that says, let's fight, you know, you understand it, what's going on behind a little bit, know that you're not really so connected with it, not take it personally. And then there's that unintended kind of criticism where he really is coming from a well-intentioned place. He thinks he's actually helping your life. You can start to perceive those two and treat them a little more generously And and
2: yeah, not so More serious. But benevolent, yeah. B- is a good word. Yeah. if you
1: will. And here's the good thing. Now that you understand all these forms of criticism, you won't take every little thing, he says. Mm-hmm. And we can really start to build that relationship to that level of real trust, real love, real partnership. And then, like I can with you, I can go to you and say, what can I do better? what should i what should i have done i know i hurt you what might i have said differently or i can come to you and ask mm-hmm. for constructive criticism <laughs> now we're yeah. building a right. marriage now we're building that powerful romantic partnership that we all want
2: hi this is dale Did you know that Ramona's book, Wife for Life, The Power to Succeed in Marriage, has over 200 five-star reviews on Amazon and has won multiple national and international awards. It's the foundation of all Wife Savers principles, and you need to get it, because not only will it change your life and your marriage, I'm a featured character. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to send us some love by rating and reviewing this Wife Savers podcast.
0: Home is with you wherever that may be